I'm Dhiran Garhi, and you're listening to The Laughs of Your Life, the podcast where I talk to influential people about laughter. From their first memories of laughter, to feeling laughed at, to the people they always laugh with. We like simple things. We like going to Connemara and the west of Ireland, and we love each other's company, and we're, we, we have... Uh, yeah, I think, but I think all families are kind of bonkers. Yeah, I weirdos. Think, yeah, I think that that 21st century thing is, is good to allow us to acknowledge that. I think before it had to be a bit, and I, I, I laugh when I see other families doing that. Nothing here, nothing here. We are perfect. Put it online. We have photographs of us in black and white with no shoes on. Yes! Radio and TV broadcasting legend Ryan Tuberty is my guest this week. He tells me about the first time someone poked fun at his appearance, how he reckons he was born into the wrong era and just how much the little things mean to him. I hope you enjoy. Ryan Tuberty, you're extremely welcome to the laughs of your life. Well, thank you so much. Uh, I, I, I don't do an awful lot of these things, but I think you're funny. That's the second time you've mentioned that. Is that I your way of that, trying to make me feel well, really no, I was, grateful I was doing, for... The first one was for, all fair, and the second one was just for our, our listeners today. And I okay. hope they both get the message. Because right. this is really important to, to, to be aware that my time <laughs> is so precious. And for, you're busy and important. For you to have this, not only time, but FaceTime. And I don't even mean FaceTime in the in the I mean the old, sense. yeah the old school yeah. FaceTime where you actually saw somebody else's face face to face here we are so I think you're very <laughs> funny I think that your impersonations of Irish people are the best I think that they're really clever and you go that little bit darker than a lot of the mimicry that goes on and I like that because dark is my friend so that's why I agreed to do this because I think you're a funny person Ryan, thank you so much. You're so welcome. This so is that's, beautiful that, and emotional that, and we haven't even began. The tears cascading down your cheeks. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Let's start at the beginning. Let's do it. Your first memory of laughter, Ryan Tuberty. I think it have to be uh, children's TV. Uh, and, and because I'm 45 and um, 10 twelfths, I think it's only right to say that uh, it's fair to say that I two things. My, the privilege in my life allowed me to come from multi-channel land. Therefore, I had access to all the great TV programs. And I think the, 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 the TV show that really got me laughing and got me kind of happy was like the flumps. Now, I don't know if, if you're in a position to, to play sound effects on, on, in the, on your podcast, but if not, people will go to YouTube and look up the flumps. It begins with the music, which is... So they had it's this lovely trumpety sound, really old school seventies job, and it's about these like essentially little furball things that, and they're not dogs. They're, I don't know what they're, they're flumps, even the name. Yeah. And they all spoke with these kind of northern English accents, whatever. But my favorite episode was one where one of the flumps had a cloud over his head, and every time he moved left, the cloud moved left, and every time he moved right, mm. the cloud. So basically depression. Yeah. And it, we didn't know what it was. They weren't trying to give us a. Um, Explanation. Yeah, and teach us what what was happening. But I just thought, oh, that's amazing, the cloud. And he was really angry, and he was he was sad. But but so was the music. It was all very melancholic. That the, the, the thing was great, but it was funny, and I and I it made me laugh. And and I suddenly went, this is this is children's TV. Moving on to Bagpuss. Moving on to the Mister Men uh, cartoons. I loved them. Uh, I just loved the like Mister Small go to the butcher shop and I just amazed look at the size of them look, look how, how, how basic again if you look this up Mr. Mr. which was like remember the sick tunes etched into my mind and Mr. Small went to the shop and the guy doing the voice would say Mr. Small went to the shop 
I went to the butcher shop. Could I have some sausage, Miss Butcher? Do you say sausages? Yes, I'll have some sausage, please. And it was very, very English, but very, very cute. And they were just, they were innocent, but I used to... And then it went kind of anarchic with uh, rhubarb and custard, like... And I was like, where's this guy? And then if you look at cartoons now, like Adventure Time, mm-hmm. SpongeBob, regular show, uh, these cartoons, and you realise that probably all these things were written by people who are off their face. <laughs> they are so uh, wild and weird and trippy that you think, of course, because kids are essentially off their face <laughs> because and out of their heads because they don't have any rules yeah. or regulations or and they don't have, all they have is just tall, gangly people with long fingers going, no, no, no. And then you look at TV and it's like a portal to possibility. You think, this is what, of course there's a cat in a shop being helped by mice who go, we will fix it, we will mend it. Yeah, man, he's going to fix it. Do it. No, the best example is cat dog. Remember cat dog? I don't remember cat dog. One half cat, one Ah, half dog. But of course, no, you see that again, we're going to miss out generationally in this whole conversation. So (laughs) forgive me for not getting into the cat dog thing. But, But all the cartoons and it goes all the way through to like Wiley Coyote back to the classics Mimi, you know and he's gone and then the greatest of them all because I I have have definitely channeled a lot of my career um, particularly laterally on the life and times of Kermit the Frog from the Muppet Show I mean it was obviously Sesame Street to start with but the Muppet Show and the anarchy of the Muppet Show even the most recent incarnations of it uh, with uh, Ricky Gervais on the movie Muppets Most Wanted and the previous one with Amy Adams and Jason Siegel Siegel uh, are just magnificent because they're just a bit bold, and mm-hmm. by bold I mean naughty. Uh, they just get that 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 the the uh, the anarchy to use the word again of vocabulary, the cleverness of wordplay, and the kindness of intelligence, and the, just the complete misfittery of it all. It's a beautiful. Of course, a pig is utterly in love with a frog, <laughs> and then Family Guy take it too far. I love it. And Family Guy then, of course show uh, what, what happened when Piggy and Frog uh, Miss Piggy and Kermit Frog actually had the baby and you just fast forward to a maternity wing and there's a half pig half frog right and it's just looking up going kill me now because it couldn't ever happen and it shouldn't ever happen but of course the family guy take it to this adult uh, you know possibilities and on it goes so yes you can see kids cartoons yes. like, and it stayed with me so I'm still watching cartoons and what was it like in the Turbidy household with five kids uh, Tuppity Household was, um, do you know what? In, in more recent times, can I just say that somebody described us being like the Royal Tenenbaums. <laughs> now, if, if anyone watches Wes Anderson, they'll know we're, we're a peculiar bunch of people. Why? Um, because we're, we're, we don't belong. I don't think we belong in this era. I think that's the answer. Uh, we, honestly, I think that if you, if I was uh, promenading down the pier in the Edwardian era, people would say, that's where you've been. I said, where were you? I said, I was actually over in the 21st century. It's awful. No one looks at you anymore. No one's shouting at each other. And worst of all, they're taking great offence over something I didn't say. In fact, they're taking offence on behalf of somebody else who thought somebody else said something about the person over there. That's the 21st century. The birds have stopped tweeting. What? The humans are. What humans are? They are. How can it? Po- I'm listening. Forget about it. How's the war going? <laughs> what time is luncheon? What time is lunch? <laughs> High tea? Most certainly. <laughs> bloody hell, the 21st century is a bloody cuss. <laughs> Kill me now. Oh my so, God. So uh, we are quite old school. 
we like simple things. We like going to Connemara and the west of Ireland, and we love each other's company. And we're we we have uh, yeah. I think, but I think all families are kind of bonkers. Yeah, I weirdos. Think, yeah, I think that that twenty first century thing is is good to allow us to acknowledge that. I think before it had to be a bit. And I I, I laugh when I see other families doing that. Nothing to be here. We are perfect. Put it online. We have photographs of us in black and white with no shoes on. Yes, we are amazing. Yeah, but. <laughs> Do you know what? That's a bang off that. I, I, I fear perfection. I look at it uh, whenever I see it and I wonder, no. No. I'm not buying it. <laughs> Absolutely I'm not. not. Buying it. I think that the more, and I'm not talking about self-deprecation, which I was taught, it was a great lesson. It's Joseph O'Connor was right, we wrote it in a book, I'm paraphrasing when he said, self-deprecation is a form of arrogance where you go, oh, I'm so bad at that. <laughs> there was a guy in school who we, whose nickname was I'm Screwed. And he, I'm Screwed was called that because in, before every exam, yeah. he'd say, oh, I'm screwed, as he came out with another A. And he definitely saying, didn't have that accent in Blackrock. There's no way. No, no, <laughs> There's so, no way. But he was exaggerating. <laughs> and it's like he was Colin Farrelling. Yeah, yeah, deadly boss, deadly boss. You're from Tasha Well, that's another story. That you, by the way, you do better, Saoirse Ronan better than she does herself, which is saying something, but that's oh, another God. day's work. But yeah, that's us. That's the Tuberties. We're a good bunch. <sighs> I'll tell you a quick story about, because uh, I know that you wanted to talk about uh, being what, what's so funny you'd nearly cry. Yes. Uh, Wait, save that story. Okay. Or is this another one? Yeah, it's a different story to the one ah. I was going to tell you. Oh, it's a different one. Yeah. Well, then, yes. Yeah, okay. Tell me. So we were sitting there. We we're sitting down uh, around Christmas about two or three years ago, and my mother was chatting away. And you know, we like a few jars, and we were enjoying ourselves immensely. And the next thing, um, somebody said, "What were we like as babies?" And my mum said, "Actually, do you know what? You were gorgeous." And she went through them. Judith, uh, blonde, beautiful hair. Neil, the eyes. I mean, people couldn't take their eyes off your eyes. Rachel, honestly, the smile would just, I mean, it would make the sun shine. Got to me, went. And Garrett, <laughs> honestly, that shocking white head of hair. And I went, whoa, 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 you missed one. And she said, no, I, well, head tilt, not the prettiest. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought it was great because. Ah, oh, God. I've always believed that. <laughs> but no, it, it was, it, but I did think it was funny. And of course, they, the, the others were, were. Delighted yeah. with that. Yeah. So I often quote. But do you kind of go, look at me now? Do you look down the lens on the late, <laughs> no, late and no, be like, look at me now? No, I'm Mom. like that Christina Aguilera song, beautifully. Don't look at me. <laughs> know the opening of that? <laughs> yeah. Don't look at me. That's how I feel. I never look at monitors or the show back. I try not to look at pictures, but I do the odd Stop selfie it. for Instagram. Okay. Don't, hang on, don't mistake this for a lack of vanity. <laughs> I present the late, late show. <laughs> for Christ's sake. It's like the vein mobile and I'm driving. <laughs> Come on. Climb aboard. Climb aboard. Ego, <laughs> therefore I am. Okay, I love it. Right. I know, I've got a lot of buckets of that. The first time you felt laughed at, Ryan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't quite get this one right because I used to try and make people laugh a lot when I was younger. I was an attention seeker and that, has, that hasn't changed. But I just loved, I did love laughter as a way of ice breaking and uh, just enjoying people's company. So I didn't get too much laughed at. I remember... And this is much more recently when uh, when I was about 19. Do you remember the J-1 visa, that thing that a lot of people used to go on? Yeah. Where, where you'd uh, you'd go to America for three months. So myself, Pretend my, to work. Pretend get to work. You go to, yeah, yeah exactly. You go to Montauk and, <laughs> and, and sleep in a house with 500 people yeah. that smelled of two years ago. Yeah. But anyway, that was, uh, that was the plan. And I had a small mole on my lip here that had to be removed. So that was removed. 
and they, they, with, with the general anesthetic. If you looked really closely at the TV, with your HD TV, you'll see a little scar on my lip. But you need I'm on it. It's Friday night. Rather close. God, he's right. It's like an Irish Scarface. <laughs> uh, and the motor removed. That was fine. And then I went to, stupidly too soon, I went to the pub. And I had a few drinks and they kicked in. Anyway, that evening I was cycling home and I was on my bike listening. I was, I'm a big Elvis freak. Like I love Elvis Presley, especially the older stuff. And I was listening to Elvis on my headphones and I was cycling home and I was fine. And, and no, I wasn't fine. And by the way, I was breaking every rule and law at the time because it was it was so it was 25 years ago. So, yeah. I mean, I didn't understand. I was being foolish. Yeah. And, and I was cycling along and I hit a drain on the bike and I fell down and I was just in the middle of the wonder of you and it was like so it was like when no one else could understand oh for father ah Jesus <laughs> like ah and you know when they're actually a family guy, family when, guy. when they hit, <sighs> like, ah and it goes on and on oh ow and anyway it was like that but then I thought I'm grand I'm grand a few jars grand local uh, general anaesthetic and a few jars and I had stitching and, and I said ah should be grand and I said cycle 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 I went home and uh, went to bed and about halfway through the night I'd wake up going oh god what and again sleepy sleep I woke up that morning and I went in to my brother or whatever I said I'm not feeling so and I faint. Oh so I'd God. broken my arm essentially and Stop. I I'd broken a little bone where I had to kind of keep bringing it back. I broke my arm, didn't really. Scaphoid bone, little bone, little bone in the arm was broken. I had to go to hospital and I was in the plaster and suddenly the trip to America was cancelled, everything was over. And I was in the pub about two nights later kind of feeling very sorry for myself. Stitches going down the the, the mouth from the uh, the mold removal. <sighs> arm in a plaster um, head in a jocker from the whole thing and this girl from across the bar just I remember never forget it just roaring and roaring and pointing at me shouting the word ogre like proper no! I know and it really stayed with me and I was just going oh, gar. I was going there must be a fella called gar or you know, there's somebody behind me or maybe somebody no. dressed up as Shrek who hadn't been invented at that point yeah <laughs> like maybe there's a, there's a thing maybe somebody's ahead of their time uh, but it was me and and, <laughs> and I remember she's that, that's really mean because I was kind of thin skinned and it stuck but I, I knew then I'd, I'd have to but people I'd have often, to up my game you, I, I suppose you didn't know what was to come because people no, often didn't. make jokes about like oh you're so skinny and you're whatever mm. like does that hurt it's like skinny shaming <laughs> yeah um, no it doesn't hurt because I don't belong to the generation that's so easily hurt by that that's kind true. of thing I think it can be a bit um, it's a bit odd if somebody kind of goes on about it yeah uh, but you know uh, and I think I find sometimes audiences tend to get quite protective of me kind of go leave him don't be at him you know leave really him yeah you can sense a move in the, like if a guest or particularly if a British guest comes on and go, oh I, I've seen more meat in a bratch's apron oh and they'll go no no sorry. not on he's ours you know what <laughs> Can't give you that. 800 years is a long time. Uh, and even your man now, he might be annoying, but he's our annoying. So back <laughs> off there, pal. Uh, so there's a bit of that. But yeah, this, the skinny thing is like, you just put it this way. You wouldn't say it to any other no. shape, size of person. No. But once you're skinny. Yeah. Uh, it's you're, free you're, reign. You're free, you're, you are a free game. And do you think you're saying there that the, the audience would be on your side? When you come out and chat to them before you actually go on air. Mm, I love that. Do you think 
that they are shocked by what you're like or are yes, they, they are. pleasantly surprised? Because one of my friends is in the audience recently and she's like, he's so sound, the oh, selfies God, and the... Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, look, the, 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 the person who goes out before the Late Late Show starts is very much me. The person you're meeting today is very much me. Yeah. I mean, this is... this the, the Late Late Show presenter thing is a mode. I'm trying to break it down. I got rid of the desk and, yeah. you know, trying to make some moves to make it much more real and also much more comfortable in my skin yeah. as a person now in the job and I'm less worried about all of the comment and the, yeah. and, and, uh, the results and things like that um, so that that's helpful the radio is much more me the radio personal persona yes. um, so when I go out before the Late Late Show I'm having the crack and, and sometimes I feel it's a pity that I have to then I know. Into, good evening and welcome home yeah. but but at the same time you're got, you've got to strike a tone but we're, but I'm working on that and um, I'm glad to hear your friends say that because a lot of people totally. often say as they leave going so who was that guy I know <laughs> you know yeah. there's a bit of that but it just the nature of the show doesn't let you get there uh, that often but we're working on it if you had to choose between radio and tv oh radio like i never yeah. i never uh, bat an eyelid with that because no. radio is just so much more intimate yeah. and it's more authentic and it's it's just more real um whereas tv i always say radio is like is is like toast and slippers in the newspaper <laughs> and tv is like uh, red bull and a bungee jump <laughs> and and they are they're two different things like yeah. after the radio I could just head off and have a coffee with somebody or, and and, and um, you know uh, talk about the show whatever it is after the TV show I'm like oh my god I love the beer yeah you yes know, totally different thing yeah okay Ryan yeah the moment where if you didn't laugh you'd cry in life if I didn't laugh I'd cry would be without question my dad dying yeah. that was a big one and I think that you'll probably get that a lot from people because I didn't understand death until my dad died. That's the, that's the strange thing. I thought it was very empathetic and I thought it was good at even interviewing and understand people. Um, but I wasn't because I now know. And even things like, being honest with you, friends of mine, people I worked with and friends of mine, sometimes they're both, uh, would have had a, a mum or dad who died. And I said, oh, I'm really sorry to hear that. God, sure, sure. Look, they were ancient, so that's what happens. And I took it like that. And then when yours or one of yours go, my mum's still alive. When one of yours goes, you go, shit, I had no idea how enormous this was. Mm. I had no idea of the massive chasm that's left in your soul. I mean, it took me a long time to get over it. I probably went a bit crazy when he died because it's existentially so challenging because this person who's a constant, it's like that big tree in your garden, uh, you know, who's a constant in your life and it's like someone chops it down, it's gone. Imagine listening to this pro to this podcast and um, you know that you think your mom and dad and they might be getting your nerves or you, and you think that time where you have to always call them. Mm. Imagine when you have to delete that number. Like that's a crazy time and it's really head melting and it's really sad. Like there's no point in dressing it up. Uh, he had a good in innings. Yeah, he had a good innings, but he had a, you know, he, he there was more to come. He was only 72 or something like that. And um, do I, you know, I, th I think that's that was profoundly sad. And it took me a long time to, to, to acknowledge the sadness and to get over. He was sick for some time in that, when I say sometime, not as much as people listening. He was sick for, there were a few weeks when we knew he was on the on the Green Mile. Mm. And we said, Jesus, and we'd meet every, we meet, I meet my siblings on, on Wednesday for pints. Not too many, just a few drinks. And we had a few weeks running into his passing that where we were kind of basically pre-morning him. Does that make sense? Yeah, so yeah. we knew it was. So we chatted about him and the impact his life had on all of ours. And then we had to go in and pretty much say goodbye, which was pretty heavy. 
Um, and then you've got to go to work and then you've got to be on. And uh, But people sent me cards and... Anyway, there's a lot of kindness comes out of a lot of sadness, strangely. Yeah. And laughter. What were there moments and, and, of laughter? And there's always moments of laughter. And, you know, um, if we were sitting, God help us in the in the hearse, can, can imagine if we went to a McDonald's drive-thru. Like, <laughs> yes. We couldn't help ourselves. You know, and I was just saying, this is a long hearse. Could you imagine the, you know, the speed bumps in the McDonald's? Where you go, good gunk. Looking at your watch. Good gunk. Oh, the others are coming now. Can we have a, like a sad meal? And a... <laughs> like... Max something. I don't know, but it's just it's it's golden arches, isn't it? Like that's that's comedy golden. But my dad had a great sense of humor. I wanted to yeah. just say that because yes, yeah. he, he I basically inherited a lot of the Dave Allen. If if you haven't heard of Dave Allen, look him up. He told a story. He'd tell a story about disbelieving. Like uh, like when somebody he'd, he'd be like an Irish man sitting in a in a bar in, in Colombia or whatever, and some guy comes up to him and says, Hey, you wanna buy some shit? I'm sorry you want to buy some shit do I want to buy some shit yeah I got some shit in my pocket you've got shit in your pocket you know this kind of yes. kind of like, yeah, yeah. yeah it's really good shit oh it's good shit you know uh, and that's kind of silly <laughs> observational stuff and 40 Towers was another thing so he and, and he was a psychiatrist I always joke that he was a psychiatrist who never brought his work home with him <laughs> and he was but, but, but he left a lot of good things so of course the sadness yeah but we would regularly look back uh, with great fondness of at the at the comedy he brought to the world to our world. So it was good. Yeah. Ryan, uh, you're no. <laughs> what? I don't know. It's just the way you said it. Your name? Yeah, I don't know. It's like my mom always says, nothing sounds as sweet as your own name. So to say say people's names to them. Okay, Darren, let's hear it. Ryan Toberty, you're no laughing. <laughs> Darren Gary, oh my God, she's so millennial. <laughs> You know, it's not like super millennial. I, oh, that drives me mad. Super. No, I'm not. When did somebody start saying super? Just say very. There's nothing. Do you know what super is? Super is a man with a curl on his chin and a cape with the word S on the back of it. He can, he can fly. That's super. You're super. How's your cappuccino? I'm super it's tired. super Oh, super tired. You're, oh, I'm waving my fist in the air. You're super. You're, you're very tired. You're exhausted. No, I'm super excited to be here with you, Ryan. <laughs> Keep going there. Right. Eh? Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, your no laughing matter moment, right? What's that one again? Uh, a no laughing matter moment. When shit hit the fan and you said, there's actually no room for laughter here. Oh, I see. Oh, I see. I was kind of going with my, my poor dad there. With that <laughs> oh, one. God. How much sadness do you want in this podcast? <laughs> Is my poor deceased what dad not enough for you? <laughs> You're like a comedy vulture. No, but it can be career related because you've had... Like an unbelievable, and you're still. What are you? Forty five. Forty five. And, and do you think? Do you take? Well, <laughs> yeah. Eleven, twelve. Do you take stock of all you've done, and do you go? Hang on, this is actually fairly unbelievable. All, all of the stuff. Yeah, I've I done. do. I do regularly. Do you do it enough? It's the weirdest thing. Do you know what? I I think I've I've I'm more appreciative of it all now in a way I wasn't five years ago. Don't ask me why. Just age. I don't know. Something mellow happens. Uh, and here's the weirdest thing doing the job I do presenting a chat show for 15 years and a radio show for as long you get to meet all these people I was a pop culture kid I loved movies I loved TV shows I loved uh, cartoons I loved politics I loved history I was very curious and interested in the world still am and I love all the things I've just mentioned can you imagine then getting to adulthood and your job is to meet half the people if not more than that you've been watching and seeing and looking at and listening to all your life it is so interesting 
So I look back regularly. Like, I'll watch a movie uh, on TV and say, interview them, interview her, interview them. Interview. And I just love it. I've yeah. been to the White House. I've been on the Orient Express. I've been to, I've, I've met. Obama. Uh, I've been to the, uh, the, the Oris a few times. Uh, I've been, I've interviewed presidents, prime ministers, Taoiseach. You know, I've done, I've had this enormous good fortune. And that's just in my public life. Mm. There's there's just beautiful things in my private life as well that have happened. So yeah, f- fortune has shone and smiled on me so more than misfortune ever has. And I, I'm, I, I get that. And that, a lot of that reason for that uh, analysis is because, kind of coming back to something you were saying there, is that I've interviewed so many people who've been in the horrors. And that, you take that home and go, that's humbling. And you know be aware don't forget the person you yeah. met and look what that happened in their lives like that that happens a lot maybe okay. two times a week three times which is great well so we've morphed that into your no laughing matter it's become an amalgam of <laughs> laughter and sadness it's like it's like do, do you remember the the uh, anyway it's it's like it's a like, medley if it's you like will. A, it's like that that baddie with the two faces it's it's <laughs> that it's that it's a medley yeah it's a medley uh ryan the person you always laugh with um, I have to. I can't whittle it down to one. I'm That's sure. Okay. I'm sure I'm not the only one. No, you're Honestly, not. I would say I'm very fortunate. My, my daughters are now twenty and fourteen, and they have wicked senses of humor. I've that I've really hoped that they would. They 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 groan at my wordplay. Uh, they <laughs> they they throw their eyes up to heaven at my uh, observations, which are becoming increasingly. Uh, oddball and, and <laughs> obvious and explaining things to them you know there would be people now saying I'm mansplaining I'm probably dadsplaining <laughs> but but uh, they get that uh, but but to be on the couch with them looking and all having the, this kind of idea of it's like this this uh, comedy trust that we all uh, kind of feed out of it's very similar so I think they, they would be primary uh, as would be um the family pints on a Wednesday. Is that uh, every Wednesday? Pretty much. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And uh, it's for I love about that. two hours and we just sit there. It's therapy. Like yeah. We call it pints. It's bloody therapy. Yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah. Everything's out and no one's trying to impress anyone and everyone loves everyone. It's really important. And um, also, I would say uh, I've got pals, like real friends. People laugh really? when I say called <laughs> the lads. They're like from school. <laughs> and uh, and we meet uh, every few months now because everyone's kind of moved on, families and stuff. Yeah. But uh, we still have war stories and we laugh and they're in jokes and there's raised eyebrows that would only we get. You know, the the language of friendship yes. that comes from a Twitch or a... <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I've been very fortunate with the people I laugh with. And um, there's, there's uh, yeah, there's more. There's more to come. A moment where you had... The last laugh. And uh, I don't want to hear this. I don't, I'm not really a last laugh kind of person. Yeah. Oh, I'm definitely a last <laughs> laugh person. I love it. Uh, no, I, I'm definitely not a creature of revenge. But I would, I would think that um, that when you when you think about, I was quite a mediocre. I was quite mediocre in school. I was quite really. Me- yeah, I was. Yeah, I was. And that's not like, like we can ask the teachers like that's that's the truth. I didn't shine. Um, and in college, I was I was okay. I started to climb it a little bit, um, but I don't think I would be one expected to necessarily succeed. And I think that, uh, and, I, and no one was trying to put me down. I, I didn't have a sort of like the I'll show them. I really didn't have yeah. the waving the fist in the. But there's something really satisfying when a boss turns around to you and says, "You're the next presenter of the Late Late Show." Um, I mean, in my world, that's jackpot. 
I'll never forget the moment. I will never, as long as I live. I couldn't, I couldn't wait to get out of that room fast enough to call my mum and dad and say, you're talking to your son, the next presenter of The Late Late Show. I mean, what a buzz. Unbelievable. And, and I still love doing it. Now, the question is, is that the last laugh? It kind of was yeah. uh, it, to, to anyone who said, ah, he's grand. And I said, well, do you know what? And people say, oh, I watched the Late Late Show and he's shite and it's shite and it's long and it's boring and he's, and it's grand and he, and all that. I get that, but you know what? Uh, we're still there yeah. and we're loving it yeah. and it's going to get better um, and, uh, you know, we'll go to the grave learning um, and uh, so if that's the last laugh, getting that was to me, it was, it was, it was the, there was a, a nice cake icing moment there. Big Definitely. I, I, yeah, it was delicious. I actually. can't wait till it happens to me. Is anyway. You, you, you go, girl. Is that what you say? Yay. <laughs> no, I had that. I kind of had that with my Podge and Rod show moment, actually. Oh, when good. I, you know, when, when I. When they go, said you, you're in. Well, it was Neve Tyndall, actually, who we both know. Yes. Rang me and I answered the phone and she said, Hi, can I speak to the new presenter of the yeah, Podge and Rod show, please? Yeah, lovely way to start. Good on Yeah. Her. So I rang my mum and dad and it was a bit of a. Heart lift. Yeah. Heart skip. Be- yeah, beautiful moment. It's a beautiful thing. Not quite as big as the Lele, but we'll get there. You'll get there because the next <laughs> occupant will have to be a, a non-male. Will it? No. No, I don't know. What I do you think? It, do you think that it might? I think it probably will. Yeah, be. I'd say yeah, so. I think it's time. Okay, battle not, to the not, death. Not quite yet. I'm going to have to take out Claire Byrne. Okay. Yay! <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> okay. If laughter... Like the Hunger Games with microphones. That's <laughs> what I said before. Go on. If laughter was... If laughter was not the best medicine... Oh yeah. What would be for Ryan Tobity? I feel like it could be pints on a Wednesday. It's definitely pints on a Wednesday uh, for the therapy and the sheer. Jo- it breaks up that week and the intensity of it. I love it, and it's it's never it's never late, it's never messy. It's just two or three drinks going. All right, how are how's your world? Uh, I I love my fireplace. I I live in a, quite a small house. So it's a very, it's very small, but it's perfectly formed. Um, I tried different houses down through the years, renting and, and so on, and then I found a little one and I bought it, and I and I, and I just love it. it's near the sea, but it's not on the sea. It's got a fireplace and there's always some turf nearby. And I just love the smell of that. That fire going, I swear to God, it's better than any medication that you will, that one might want or need or try. Yeah. Uh, I just love it. I, I've, a, I've this like, you know, home of the year favorite spot on the couch at the edge of the couch. I've got bird feeders on the right and they're always going bonkers. And then I've got whatever I'm watching on TV, generally crime procedural drama, do a nice job. <laughs> uh, fire going um, and then the girls, you know, just another addition to it because of their, I feel like plugged in to, to soul, the soul when they're near me. The physicality of them beside me is like, it's it's like recharging your, your iPhone, but in a much, but, but so much soul more phone. important than that. You know what I mean? Your eye soul. Your eye soul. <laughs> yeah. It's like your eye soul. I like that. But it is. It's just it's just like you're you're recharging the soul. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Because they, they, they mean so much. Um and that's once they're there, as I say, the fire is a plus, uh, the turf's good. The pier in Dunleary is another very say, special love, place yeah, to me. Yeah. These pier. These pier, but I can go west as well. Hang okay. on to west side. Can mix it up. I can mix it up a little bit. Uh the pier with the right company is a joy. And uh, you can have great fun making, observing the world going by, taking in the sea breeze, you know, filling your lungs, clearing your head, 
getting ready for another day. I feel we should share the first time we ever met. I'm not sure if you remember it, but I, I do remember, remember it. well. Yeah, we were we were heading across on the boat to, yes. uh, and you were you were helping out. Well, so um, I picked you up outside the Stenline building you and did. drove you down to the East Pier. Yeah, you were charming and you were funny and you were nice. We had great, we had great. Yeah, crack. we did, but it we was knew a, it was a good. <laughs> we knew we knew then that the there would be a, there would be a time in the not too distant future when we'd be sitting down holding microphones. <laughs> Talking about in a room we have not booked. Talking about dinner in in a really poorly prepared uh, logistical move by not booking a room <laughs> to talk together, but talking about uh, death and sadness and morose family guy, family guy, and and pigs who mate with frogs. Oh God, like, and cat dog. <laughs> cat, you need to Google cat dog. I need to see what happens when cat dog actually get it on, and the result with of each it. other. No, they're the same body. One end is cat and one end is dog. Well, what happens if cat dog gets it on with... (laughs) Oh, God, pig frog? (laughs) No, the aardvark. (laughs) Like, what? What could happen? I don't know. I don't want to think about it. Why do they insist on making animals into cartoons? Just leave it with the humans. (laughs) Catch the pigeon. Just chase the pigeon. Pigeon doesn't talk. Never never talk. (laughs) Are you ready for your quick fire round? Oh, yeah. This is the bit I couldn't prepare for. Everything else was scripted. I love your leather-bound orgy it notebook. Gift. It was a gift. It's got my name on it and everything. Fabulous. Ah, knobs are us. <laughs> okay, uh, the movie that you always laugh at. It's Oh, uh, gosh, this is my favourite movie of all time. We, uh, I think Elf. I, I go Christmas. I'm a big Christmas uh, guy. Uh, it's got my favourite film of all time is It's a Wonderful Life. Um, Elf is definitely... Uh, I just love Buddy the Elf. Uh, so anything with the Muppets in it generally, but... I think Elf wins every time. Will Ferrell, uh, the stupidity of it, the big dopey head in him. Uh, <laughs> Bye, buddy. I hope you find your dad. <laughs> you know, I just love it. Is he sound? He seems like he's sound, Will Ferrell. He is. Because uh, yeah. they're all, uh, they can all be kind of peculiar. Yeah. But, no, he's lovely. Who's who's weird? Who's weird? Um, <laughs> like, 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 Mel Gibson is, is interesting to me. Because it's like, <laughs> Why? Because like, his eyes are, are crazy. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. The passion of the Gibson. <laughs> um, the actor or actress you always laugh at, I'm, I'm presuming Will Ferrell, but anyone else? Well, funny, Tina Fey would be somebody yeah. I would rate very highly yeah. um, and uh, because she seems to get it right. And, you know, Mean Girls is just a, cr- is a classic. classic. It's really funny. Yeah. Uh, so she'd be in there, uh, Will Ferrell's in there. And then, you know, sometimes when he goes uh, off the beaten track completely, Jason Byrne can be nicely uh, yes. uh, amusing um, about the Irish childhood. I find that very funny. Yes. And then, you know, Tommy... Sammy Tsin uh, can be very funny when he's doing this I just think Tommy's like a fun, he's a stand-up philosopher actually yeah uh, so there's, there's a lot of there's, it's a fertile place to be comedy but uh, they're the people who make me laugh you're a big reader the book you laughed out loud at Christ, that's really hard because yeah I find books aren't fun. I find very little comedy funny um, yeah it's I find comedy oh, very. I've always loved mimicry that's yes. why I'm a fan of yours. I've lo- like I was there was a guy called Mike Yarwood when I was a kid. Then it went up to Phil Cool, Rory Bremner, um, and Spitting Image. All loved even Steve Coogan and Rob Brydon doing the trip when they go into their Michael Caine impressions and stuff like that. I loved Mimicry, um, which is a total aside and nothing to do with anything. Like, but <laughs> but you like you're Roz Purcell. I still think about that time. <laughs> that last every time, and I can't look at them. Now. I can't. I can't look at them now. I, you you ruined. You ruined everything. Do you like protein balls? <laughs> they look like something you should be feeding birds. No, they should. Who could eat those things? Um, I'd put a bit of chocolate at them, but it's gone non. Cocoa nibs. Co- <laughs> 
so comedy books. I can't I can't think of a book that I found necessarily. That's funny. okay. Yeah. Ross Purcell. Uh, the, <laughs> uh, the comedian was the next one, but you've said Samit Sernan. Samit Sernan's good. Jason Byrne. Uh, yeah. And is there anyone else that I I'm, I'm, I'm going to have one of these awful moments where I'll come back to you going. That's all right. Can I can I include? Can I include? <laughs> But uh, you see, I love Family Guy and I find whoever Seth MacFarlane is yes. has to be one of the funniest people yeah. in the world. Final question. Well, not really question. Demand. Tell what? me your worst joke. Oh. Uh, you said you like dark humour. I, I did like dark humour, <laughs> but like it's... it's uh, do you I have, have to a, do it. I can't think of... I, I mean, there's all these stupid jokes. Like I posted an Instagram post about uh, with me with donkeys in Omi Island. And my dad used to tell this joke about sure every every time we mentioned every ass knows the way to Bray. And it took me years to go. Like, I don't. Oh, the donkey and Bray, right? A Bray. Oh, right. It took me ages to get it. It wasn't necessarily the funniest thing, but it was a dad joke, and I actually posted it as a hashtag, all one word. And it did well beside the donkey. Not at all. <laughs> if I had three hits on it, yeah, go on. Huh? What? Uh, but I find most most uh, comedy um, for me actually isn't in telling. Waka Waka jokes Yeah It's about And actually if they are Waka Waka They're one line And they're so Not for broadcast yeah. I wouldn't be bothered with You know really I've got two or three No okay but I, I actually love you my You can career. tell me off air I, I will <laughs> um, But uh, I actually find People are funnier When they're not Actually not trying to be funny Telling a really good story So you know that I've got a few friends I've got one friend in particular That we'd be sitting around Having a few beers And I'd say to him Tell them one. Like, it's like he's got this album and I have to put the needle on that particular track saying, please tell that story again. He's told it <laughs> times. And every time it's changed and it's embellished. <laughs> New bits added on. As my mom always says, do, ne- do not let the truth get in the way of a good story. She's so right. And and, and that's, that's to me, comedy. I think Irish people do it so well where yeah. they just go, do you remember the time? And it gets more <laughs> stupid. And and I often find if I'm telling a story, if somebody's laughing, I start get, making it worse. Pre- preferably against yourself because people love when you're in the horrors, yeah. people love other people's pain and not in a, like in a, in a comedy sense. So you're going to tell me your worst joke when I turn off the mics and then I will then use it against you to get you off the late late and me on. Yeah. And you can what you can do is you can just just leave silence <laughs> and then superimpose your uh, just endless amount of laughter in response to the joke. <laughs> and people go, God, I must have been brilliant. <laughs> must have been one of those real humdingers. <laughs> Ryan Toberty. Thank you so much Darren, for sharing. I really enjoy, I enjoyed it, life. and I feel so much like uh, so much joy has come into my life, and I feel like I was uh, with a therapist. <laughs> it's good to talk, though, isn't it? And it's, it's good to talk, to in, talk. A, in a jocose way because I think that to, to borrow the, to, I think that people take it all very seriously. I think they, everyone, we all need just to, just to lighten up a little bit. I know you joked about it at the start. But honestly, thank you so much for doing this because I know you don't need to do this. I don't do a lot of these no, things. No, so you I don't need that to. Seven times yeah, yeah, you did because you're very busy. I don't important. need to. I don't need to. <laughs> no, I love meeting lovely people, and and uh, this is and podcasting is 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 this thing now that all the young people are doing. No, and and the ancients. <laughs> but no, I really enjoyed it, and I think that uh, the way the way to do it with through uh, to interview somebody through the, the prism of comedy is just just totally amazing. <laughs> Can you just not be sarcastic for oh, two seconds? Um. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Toby, thank, thank you, you so much. <laughs> Goodbye. Thank you for listening to The Laughs of Your Life. I hope you enjoyed it. If there's anyone you'd like to hear from, get in touch. 
tweet me at Theron Garhi. Don't forget to like, subscribe, rate, review, and all those other things. This podcast is recorded in collaborative studios. Thank you.